inside game just yesterday It's made all that I learned The emptiness of life examined Hello out there and welcome to another episode of Things I Learned While Learning Other Things. This is an attempt by me, Joe Morahan, and my brother, J.S., to provide you with a series of interesting, informative, educational, and we hope enjoyable stories that will help you navigate through those high seas of life. Today I introduce to you Murder Just a Shot Away, Part 1. And I gotta tell you, I am really, really aggravated. I mean, I know we're not Somalia or the Congo, but we are a very disappointing country, and it's getting worse and worse. Recent reports, and I'll try to be more rational about this, recent reports of multiple school shootings in the U.S. amidst other mass shooting incidents all over the country in the past month or so are just so discouraging, so disheartening, and so unnerving. All this violence, and yet it just goes on and on and on. Of course, for the victims themselves, their families and friends and their communities, these events are nothing short of just gut-wrenching, life-altering tragedies. And my heart goes out to all involved. But, but with that said, I am, I am more than just saddened by the loss of life and the diminished and ruined lives of all those who have been directly so adversely impacted by these most recent, but certainly not last, horrific American-style atrocities. And, and more than saddened, I am just pissed off. I mean, this is crazy. And for perverted political reasons, we as a nation won't take stop, uh, steps to stop this carnage. We just won't. And all this violence, and we do nothing. Nothing to remove the savage people from our streets. In fact, the state of politics being what they are in this country, we will not do anything, anything, anytime soon. And, you know, we won't even take a single meaningful step to make, make our streets safer for all of us. More people are certain to die as dysfunctional political hacks at all levels of the government and disturbed cultural leaders adopt agendas, agendas that serve only to further divide the country, add to divisiveness of our citizenry, and undermine a system of governance seen as contrary to their pursuit of tribal-like objectives. You know, where, where a zero-sum game is assumed and, and everything, all is based on the principle, I got mine, and that's all that matters. And at the end of the day, they believe that is all that matters. It's, you know, a variation of, of Albert Camus' suggestion that to be happy, we must not be too concerned about others. <laughs> this doesn't contribute to good communal relations. In fact, Dante himself wrote in the Inferno more than 700 
years ago now, that there is a seventh circle of hell that is reserved for those nasty people whom work to divide the people and cause civil unrest. And their punishment in the seventh circle of hell? To boil in blood in perpetuity. And this seems to be an equitable punishment for such transgressors who do so much harm to so many people. Speaking of so much harm, there is something called the Durkheim Constant. It's a proposition that was put forward by the renowned sociologist Emil Durkheim. And it theorizes that a community, any community, um, can and will tolerate only a given, a given level of deviance, beyond which point, if exceeded, only then will a community take the affirmative steps that are deemed necessary to reduce the level of deviancy experienced to tolerable levels. Only at that point when the Durkheim constant is reached will people be moved to move, to change things. And given the carnage levels being what they are in this country, it is apparent that we as a nation are nowhere close, nowhere close to reaching that level of deviancy that we find so unacceptable that we will be moved to do anything about it. And this is what really pisses me off. You know, that frightful Durkheim constant is nowhere on our horizon. It just cannot be seen. It is so far from us, it might not be approached for generations. And that's what scares me. And, and, and then at, at that point, after which so much carnage has taken place, there might be nothing to be done to bring the savagery under control. I mean, it's frightening to think that you or I or someone we love might be the next statistic. And, and we are still, as a society, finding reasons to excuse, to allow this barbarity to take uh, effect and apply on our city streets. I mean, it's absurd. And now we have Chicago's new mayor, Brandon Johnson, who has publicly expressed sympathy with all the criminals in Chicago. I mean, and he has somehow found a way to blame businesses and employers for the unbelievable levels of crime in the city of Chicago. And he has demonstrated, demonstrated, you know, unbelievable support for the defund the police movement in the city of Chicago, a city that is just chaotic in nature. And, and what this means is thousands more Chicagoans have been condemned to death by their mayor. I mean, this is stunning stuff. You know, Winston Churchill's remark that democracy is the only form of government in which the people get what they truly deserve. Chicagoans are going to find out, you voted for this guy? This is what you get. And they're going to get what they deserve. I mean, it's unreal. Seven out of 10 Chicagoans eligible to vote 
never voted in the mayoral election. They never even bothered to show up and vote. And those that did vote, they voted for a moron whom blames the victims of crimes for their injuries, death, or their their loss of property, and, and supports the murderous, pillaging thugs who commit these crimes. Violence is the last refuge of the incompetent. So under this moronic mayor of Chicago, things are going to get very nasty very quickly. And I thought they were already outrageously bad. We have no idea of what is to come. No idea. You know, little men love guns because it makes them feel big, strong, and powerful. And like big men. Chicago's mental midget mayor must be quite a small man. Have fun, Chicago. Lots of little men are going to make a lot of noise in a parade that's going to be led by Brandon Johnson, you carnival freak. He's propped up in the big tent now as mayor. Enjoy the show. You'll be able to hear the fireworks from a long way off. You know, Johnson's attitude, Mayor Johnson, respectfully, Mayor Johnson's attitude helps explain Chicago's magnificent mile shopping district's 29% vacancy rate as he takes office, which is which is bound to only grow as the violence in the city increases. I mean, who, who would want, what rational businessman would want to open or maintain a business in a city in which the mayor openly expresses sympathy, not for the victims of the crimes, but for the criminals themselves? I mean, this is open season on businesses in Chicago. And the people who are working there or who choose to try to shop in these stores. It's, it's absolutely incredible. You know, Boeing's already picked up and left town, you know, for safety purposes. McDonald's CEO recently threatened to move his headquarters out of the city if the administration didn't get the violence under control. And that was under an idiot, Lori Lightfoot. Now with the new mayor, <laughs> you know, I think the mayor's opening salvo on his first day in office, or his first day after being elected, I should say, is that businesses and employers are the problems McDonald's is probably contacting its real estate advisors out of the city, probably out of state, as we speak. You know, in, in, in Russia, and, I, and it's amazing that you even think these things, about these things, Lenin, Stalin, Trotsky found it helpful to foster random acts of violence of terror to keep themselves in power. I mean, it was, a, it was a strategic move. It was done intentionally. So perhaps Mayor Johnson, the moron mayor of Chicago, believes that violence will be a good thing for his administration. But perhaps Brandon Johnson, you know, ought to pay more attention to the advice of no less of an authority than was 
Jim Morrison of the Doors, when he had cautioned. And by the way, when you're being cautioned by Jim Morrison of the Doors, you ought to pay attention because it's bound to get weird. But he did state, violence isn't always evil. What's evil is the infatuation with violence. And this is what scares me. It doesn't sound like the mayor, Brandon Johnson, is anything but infatuated with violence. While the, while the order of, of magnitude of the problems of Chicago, you know, may be orders of magnitude, and they really are orders of magnitude, less than Lenin's Russia followed by Stalin. It is terrifying when the mayor of the third largest city in America is empathetic with those who are committing the crimes, the violent crimes, and blames the victims instead. Going back to a Russian analogy, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, who himself was very familiar with the evils of Russia and whom lived under the horrors of a violent Russian administration and whom not only excused violence but excused and promoted it, Solzhenitsyn wrote that what he, what he knew to be true, and that was, you know, he offered a warning that we need take to heart. Violence can only be concealed by a lie, and the lie can only be maintained by violence. Knowing the government in the form of the mayor of Chicago and his in new administration, knowing that they will not act to reduce criminal behavior is a very scary thing to consider indeed. And we're going to get back to guns in part two of murder, just a shot away in our next episodic adventure. Hope you'll tune in. Thanks for listening to this one. Have a good day. Bye-bye. I am in a far-off place. Chicago. Half of a world away. Chicago. And there's so much to do and there's so, so much, much to see. Mother Nature's had her way. Windy city. There are mountains and valleys and beautiful hills. And gunshots. This is something new. Wow. And though my imagination has been captured, my thoughts they return to you. And all the people who have died by gunshot so in Chicago. Can you help relieve me of all these of bullets? This burden on my back. Gunshots. There's something wrong deep inside of me. Yeah, the mayor. Or something I must lack. Administration. For I've got this worry you'll be leaving me. And I must admit it that I'm scared. And you should be, Chicago. So can you try to convince me that you will always care? Then turn out at the polls. And don't vote for a moron.